For as long as I can remember, going back early to my Sunday school days, we're taught to love our neighbor, to forgive those who come against us. But what they don't teach us is how does a Christian deal with anger? How do we deal with anger and not sin? How do we deal with anger and bring glory to God? My name is Eric Martin Koppelman, and I am the Angry Christian. Let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my mind be acceptable to you, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Well, welcome to episode one. This is a brand new podcast. It's a brand new, whether you want to call it a podcast or a radio show, either way, as long as it reaches the ears of the people that need to hear this, um, I'm grateful and I'm blessed uh, by that. So thank you so much. My name is Eric Martin Koppelman. I know there's going to be a lot of confusion with regards to the name, the angry Christian. How does somebody call themselves a Christian and yet still put the word angry in there? You know, um, I have a lot of research to do and I've done a lot of research. I honestly believe that this is God's will, um, because he kept bringing me messages and the word of God. Um, he kept no matter where I turned, it was always something heading in this direction. And I wrestled with a lot of different titles for a lot of different shows. And, um, you know, I just, I didn't want to be the same as everybody else. There's so many pastors and preachers out there that are preaching, you know, the love and the forgiveness, which is great, but life is not rainbows and butterflies. We as Christians know that. We live in a real messed up world. And there's a lot of things out there that are not bringing glory to God. There are a lot of things out there that are not righteous. There are a lot of things out there that are sinful. So are we to just turn in the opposite direction and walk away or to, to put a blind eye to that and not pay attention to it? Or to, or are we as Christians to stand up and say, hey, it's wrong. It's not right. How do we deal with that? How do you know it builds up inside of us to a point where we just get to we get we get upset, we get angry, we get frustrated, and that clouds our mind. Now the bottom line here is I was brought to Ephesians chapter four, verse twenty six, and don't sin by letting anger control you. Don't let the sun go down while you are still anger. Angry, excuse me, for anger gives a foothold to the devil. Uh, Verse 31 says, Get rid of bitterness, rage, anger, harsh words, and slander, as well as all types of evil behavior. Instead, be kind to each other, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, just as God through Christ has forgiven you. My tagline, which um, I have to thank Charlie Kirk for, because it was during a Charlie Kirk show recently, uh, one of the things that was brought to me, (laughs) one of the things that caught my attention was Charlie said, Jesus was divine. I am not. And I said, okay, God, is are you trying to tell me something? Now, the question is, again, the point here is with regards to anger is, again, not to let the sun go down while you... It's, it's how we're going to deal with that anger, all right? We're, it's not about being bitter. It's not about having rage. It's not about being angry. It's not about harsh words or slandering or evil behavior, okay? There's a way for us as Christians, and the Bible instructs us how to deal with that. There's a way for us to be able to be angry, but to be angry, the question ourselves as to why and how we're going to be able to deal with that. 
So that's what this is all about. All right. I know it's episode one. It's going to be a learning experience for me, too, because I still have a question. God, how am I going to call myself a Christian and put the word angry (laughs) before it? You know, there's a lot of things I want to do during the show. Um, Basically, I want to bring things to you, but I want to learn as well. All right. I guess I am the angry Christian. All right, I have a question for all of the married couples out there. Are you living with your roommate or are you living with your soulmate? You know, there are so many challenges for married couples today. Cell phones, social media, conversation problems, intimacy killers, praise, friendships with the opposite sex. What is a married couple to do? How do we get stronger? How do we build a stronger relationship? Well, Trey and Lee Morgan, they speak to thousands of couples every year on how to strengthen marriages, and their book, 10 Ways to a Stronger Marriage, is available to you now. That's right. 10 Ways to a Stronger Marriage. 10 Ways to a Stronger Marriage. You hear what I'm saying? 10 Ways to a Stronger Marriage by Trey and Lee Morgan. This book was created to give you simple tools to show you how to improve conversation, to build a better friendship, and how to reconnect and take your marriage from being roommates to soulmates. It's called 10 Ways to a Stronger Marriage, 10 Ways to a Stronger Marriage by Trey and Lee Morgan. Click on the Amazon link and pick up a copy of 10 Ways to a Stronger Marriage by Trey and Lee Morgan today. Celebrate the big 2020 with T-Mobile. Switch now and get two lines for just 90 bucks and two new iPhone 11s on us. So you can take a portrait built for two with the ultra-wide camera. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, cute. Hurry in to T-Mobile and get two lines for 90 bucks and two iPhone 11s on us with qualifying trade-ins. Via 24 credits for well-qualified buyers with auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. If you cancel before receiving 24 credits, you may owe up to the full value of your device of $699.99. Contact us. Qualifying port-ins and finance agreements required. All right, so what makes you angry? Does your wife make you angry? Do your kids make you angry? Does traffic make you angry? What makes you angry? You know, the bottom line, I think, is with regards to life in general, whether you're a Christian or not, we spend a lot of time being aggravated, being upset, and being angry. So taking that into consideration, I wanted to find out, I wanted to say, you know, I'm a, I consider myself to be a Christian. I'm a believer. And I want very strongly to be able to lead a life that's based on biblical principle, because I have found that when I am right with God, God is right with me. So this podcast, all right, The Angry Christian, and I got to tell you, I have gone over and over and over again in my head with this, am I doing the right thing? Because for some, it's going to be hard for them to accept the term angry Christian. How are you a Christian if you're angry? The bottom line is this is about being real. This is not a podcast or or something that's going to come across as being rainbows and butterflies. This is something that's going to come across with being real. And it's not necessarily just about being angry. It's about life in general. Things that things that go on within our lives and what does the Bible say? What what can we do to relate to the verses, to God's word, to be able to put them into effect in our own life, to be able to deal with life? 
You know, there's people out there right now that are dealing with panic attacks, with anxiety, with mental health issues, things like this. And there's there's really, you know, I, I mean, I could sit here and, and tell you all the wonderful things and all the promises of God, but unless I actually specifically can can bring the word of God and in a way that people can truly understand it and be able to take it and to be able to mold it and to be able to put it into their own effect of their own life, it's not going to, it's not going to do what it needs to do. It's not going to happen. I myself cured myself of panic attacks free of any medication. That was years ago. And I did that through prayer, research, knowledge, and understanding. So, Again, I ask you a question. What makes you angry? So today, what I'd like to do is I'd like to talk a little bit about the president of the United States, Donald Trump, and his State of the Union address last night. Now, there were points in time during the State of the Union. First of all, let me say this. Anytime someone is bringing good news, that's a good thing. Now, you didn't expect Donald Trump to get up last night and tell us about all the bad stuff that's happening. No, he got up last night and came across with a lot of different facts, which I am sure that the fact checkers, you know, from the Washington Post or the New York Post or the New York Times are going headstrong into it today to be able to determine if, in fact, what the president said was fact or not. Now, when he entered the chamber, of course... I was pleased to hear the applause. Now, again, we're dealing with a situation where we call ourselves the United States of America. But are we? No, we are the divided states of America because the way it's been over the past four years, three years, four years, the way it's been with regards to the Republicans and Democrats going at each other the way they are, the Democrats attacking the way they are. As far as the angry Christian goes, I'm sorry, but this is absolutely totally ridiculous. It's totally useless. It's a waste of time and it needs to stop. That's the bottom line. But again, getting back to the State of the Union address, there were a lot of points that the president came out with. A lot of people, great individuals that were introduced to us last night through the State of the Union that were there in the House chamber. And there were points where I actually was almost brought to tears. Um, I think especially when uh, when the family was reunited. You know, think great things were done during that State of the Union. So my question is, why couldn't we... Or why couldn't they, just for one night, just for one night, show some form of the ability to be able to get along? You know, it's it's really a sad thing. And it sets the stage and it sets the picture for us as a country that's an embarrassment. It truly is. It truly is an embarrassment. When Trump entered and he approached uh, the vice president and Nancy Pelosi, of course, we know at this point that he refused to handshake from Nancy Pelosi. Do we blame him? I don't. You know, he has his beliefs. She has her beliefs. OK, um, and I think he was a gentleman about the way that he handled it. He didn't say anything. He didn't glare. He didn't give any looks. He didn't show any aggression or anything like that. He simply was not going to acknowledge the handshake. Now, Donald Trump, of course, we know, has attended church and considers himself to be a Christian. He talks about God. He talks about religion. So, 
was it the proper thing to do? Should Donald Trump offer forgiveness to Nancy Pelosi as a Christian? Uh, and, you know, of course, the commandment, love one another as I have loved you. Does that come into play here? I don't think it's going to come into play with politics, okay? It's a shame that it doesn't, but the, the reality of the situation is it doesn't come into play here. It's not going to happen. You know, not whether he's, you know, years to come, I'm sure Nancy and Donald will work out everything and, and it'll be, you know, it'll be just a bad memory of what's going on in the country today. But the bottom line for right now, um, it's it's he's not going to shake her hand. The forgiveness is not going to be there. There's still an ongoing situation with regards to uh, the impeachment trial in the Senate and everything that's going on here now. So that was the first thing. The thing that made this man the angry Christian was after all was said and done for Nancy Pelosi. Okay, and I'm going to say this whether I'm going to take a step back here and say this. I'm not talking as a Republican. I'm not talking as a Democrat. I'm talking as an American. For Nancy Pelosi to stand there and rip up the State of the Union address, the speech that the president had given to her, that, my friends, as far as I'm concerned, was totally unnecessary. Basically, what she did was she took everybody that was introduced to us last night through the State of the Union and said that those people don't matter. See, it, it was wrong as far as I'm concerned for her to do that. And it made me very, it made me angry. It truly did. It made me upset. It, it bothered me. It made me angry. All right. Is there anything I can do about it that's going to change Miss Pelosi? No. But what I can do and what I'm doing with this show is I'm doing a little bit of research. I'm going back into the news and we're going to take a look at Nancy Pelosi and well, we'll be we'll get to it. Just stick around. Don't go anywhere. My name is Eric Martin Koppelman. I am the angry Christian <laughs> in a good way. All right. And uh, we're going to talk about Nancy Pelosi right after this. Who are you texting? My therapist. You text with your therapist? Text, video chat, call? Yep, that sounds too easy. How did you find her? I just went to betterhelp.com slash save. She's a licensed therapist and it's all online. I connect when it's convenient for me and don't waste time driving anywhere. Plus it's affordable. I wonder if I should try it. It's great to talk to someone in confidence. She's helped me sort out quite a few things. And right now you save 10% off the first month when you go through betterhelp.com slash save. BetterHelp.com slash save. Got it. All right, I have a question for all of the married couples out there. Are you living with your roommate or are you living with your soulmate? You know, there are so many challenges for married couples today. Cell phones, social media, conversation problems, intimacy killers, praise, friendships with the opposite sex. What is a married couple to do? How do we get stronger? How do we build a stronger relationship? Well, Trey and Lee Morgan, they speak to thousands of couples every year on how to strengthen marriages, and their book, 10 Ways to a Stronger Marriage, is available to you now. That's right. 10 Ways to a Stronger Marriage. 10 Ways to a Stronger Marriage. You hear what I'm saying? 10 Ways to a Stronger Marriage by Trey and Lee Morgan. This book was created to give you simple tools to show you how to improve conversation, to build a better friendship, and how to reconnect and take your marriage from being roommates to soulmates. It's called 10 Ways to a Stronger Marriage, 10 Ways to a Stronger Marriage by Trey and Lee Morgan. Click on the Amazon link and pick up a copy of 10 Ways to a Stronger Marriage by Trey and Lee Morgan today. Celebrate the big 2020 with T-Mobile. 
Switch now and get two lines for just 90 bucks and two new iPhone 11s on us. So you can take a portrait built for two with the ultra-wide camera. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, cute. Hurry in to T-Mobile and get two lines for 90 bucks and two iPhone 11s on us with qualifying trade-ins. Via 24 credits for well-qualified buyers with auto pay, plus taxes and fees. If you cancel before receiving 24 credits, you may owe up to the full value of your device of $699.99. Contact us. Qualifying port ins and finance agreements required. Okay, welcome back to The Angry Christian. My name is Eric Barton Koppelman, and I'm a little bit angry today about what happened last night with regards to the State of the Union. Uh, it would have been my hope that we could have been actually called the United States of America rather than the divided States of America. And one of the things that angered me was the fact that the Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi, um, did rip up the State of the Union address. And I've stated that my reasoning behind that was because it wasn't about necessarily Donald Trump, although I'm sure that her actions were dedicated. And she said after the fact that there were a lot of misguided um, truths within his his address. But again, I'm sure the fact checkers that are out there right now are combing through this with a fine-tooth comb to determine if, in fact, what he said was true or not. And I'm sure we'll come out in the news in the near future to determine if anything. But the bottom line here is it really, it truly upset me. Um, and it would have been my hope that everybody could have got along, all right? But that wasn't the case. So I want to talk a little bit about um, Nancy Pelosi. But before we do that, I want to talk about let me let me take you back to January 31st of 2019 in the Washington Times. The Washington Times actually published an article that said Democrats, uh, as recent headlines show, are planning to amend the requirement that those testifying before the House Committee on Natural Resources will swear to tell the truth, the whole truth and nothing but the truth without the so help you God finish line. And as they said, anything to get God out of our government. Right. Well, let me take you back to the time when I was in sixth grade and we visited Washington, D.C. on a class trip. Now, um, I, like I said, I was sixth grade, but I remember this very clearly. Inside the Capitol, inside the rotunda, there was a lot of scaffolding, as if they were doing painting or sheetrocking or whatever it is that they were doing, all right? And the guide, all right, and we were also there with a congressman at that point in time, his name was Otis Pike. The guide that was guiding us around, I heard him talking to our principal, and stated that these scaffoldings were going up all over the place in D.C. There was no work being done. The scaffolding was basically covering anything with regards to our reference of God. And what I remember very clearly was this particular thing, uh, this particular scaffolding that was covering Christopher Columbus with regards to a cross, uh, showing his um, his thanks to God for getting them to the new world safely. All right. The bottom line, again, taking you back Thursday, January 31st, 2019, with regards to the Washington Times, um, the oath, as reported back then, uh, which was reported by Fox News, said, do you solemnly swear or affirm under penalty of law that the testimony you are about to give is the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth? They eliminated, of course, the so help you God um, and added the phrase under penalty of law. Whose law? <laughs> you know, uh, the committee's rules package also strips the gender-specific pronouns from its text, replacing the likes of chairman with chair and so forth. Um, oddly enough, they say the proposal to remove references to God comes just two months after Democrats proposed to remove a 181-year-old restriction on wearing religious headgear on the House floor in order to accommodate newly elected Muslim women members. 
Apparently, then, they say it's just the Christian God that offends. Hmm. I'll say that again. Apparently, then, as stated in the Washington Times, this is their words, not mine. Apparently, then, it's just the Christian God that offends. All right, I have a question for all of the married couples out there. Are you living with your roommate or are you living with your soulmate? You know, there are so many challenges for married couples today. Cell phones, social media, conversation problems, intimacy killers, praise, friendships with the opposite sex. What is a married couple to do? How do we get stronger? How do we build a stronger relationship? Well, Trey and Lee Morgan, they speak to thousands of couples every year on how to strengthen marriages, and their book, 10 Ways to a Stronger Marriage, is available to you now. That's right, 10 Ways to a Stronger Marriage. 10 Ways to a Stronger Marriage. You hear what I'm saying? 10 Ways to a Stronger Marriage by Trey and Lee Morgan. This book was created to give you simple tools to show you how to improve conversation, to build a better friendship, and how to reconnect and take your marriage from being roommates to soulmates. It's called 10 Ways to a Stronger Marriage, 10 Ways to a Stronger Marriage by Trey and Lee Morgan. Click on the Amazon link and pick up a copy of 10 Ways to a Stronger Marriage by Trey and Lee Morgan today. Okay, so the bottom line is with the State of the Union message, in addition to the Democratic response, it, it basically supports my decision to vote for Trump in 2016. It also supports my decision as to why I'm going to vote for him again in 2020. All right. Um, to vote against the radical left and to vote for the causes that Trump will uphold. All right. Everything else, it, it just it's there's no comparison. All right. Now. With regards to House Speaker Nancy Pelosi tearing up the president's speech for the whole world to see, let me break it down for this way. Here, here's what it is. She just ripped up one of our last surviving Tusky airmen. She ripped up the survival of a child born at 21 weeks. She ripped up the mourning families of Rocky Jones and Kayla Muller. All right. She ripped up a service member's reunion with his, with her fam, excuse me, with his family. I get angry. I'm the angry Christian. Okay. That my friends, is going to be her legacy, all right? Uh, the socialist policies of of the like of Rashida Tiav, uh, who tweeted, I walked out of that speech, the lies, the bigotry, and the shameless bragging about taking away food stamps that people depend on to live. It was all beneath the dignity of the office he occupies. Shame on this forever impeached president. You know, we just got the news. The news just came over that he was acquitted in the Senate, okay? And I'm going to talk about that in just a second. Um, my apologies, but you know what? Helping people find meaningful employment so that they don't need food stamps is hardly taking away food stamps that people depend on to live. And empowering the poor is not bigotry. That's that's a statement that comes direct from uh, the Christian Post, and I agree with that 100%. Um, Sites like Mother Jones agreed with that representative, saying, while Trump brags on national television about the decline in food stamps enrollment and lifting people out of poverty, his actual policies will cut off basic food assistance for nearly 700,000 of the nation's poorest and most destitute people. How about we get them off of food stamps? How about we do something to help them? You know, I heard it said the other day that basically some people say, well, why should I go to work? I make 
just as much money being on welfare or, or, or receiving my food stamps. The bottom line is if a family needs food stamps and they qualify for food stamps, God bless them. When I was growing up, all right, when I had a young family, shall we say, we had food stamps. We needed those food stamps in order to be able to survive. And it's a, it's, it's a program for people that truly need it. But we knew my wife and I knew at that point that we needed to move forward and get off of food stamps to be able to be self-supportive, free of welfare and free of the government. All right. Um, basically, the people of America are doing financially better under the current administration. My wife will tell you that every day when she looks at her pension and looks at the financial the way we're looking for the financial picture of the future. Uh, even CNN, who we know about CNN, how they feel about Trump, acknowledged the truthfulness of Trump's words when he said the unemployment rate for African Americans, Hispanic Americans, and Asian Americans has reached the lowest level in history. All right. And also, as noted on their website, they said Trump is correct. The unemployment rate for each of these three groups is at a record low, at least since the government has been issuing data on them. The data for African Americans and Hispanics goes back to the early 1970s, while data for Asians only goes back to 2000. CNN, and again, they stated Trump inherited a positive trend that has continued during his tenure. The unemployment rate for all three groups has fallen substantially under President Barack Obama from the recession area levels of 2009. Yet CNN, they say, could not deny the economic progress under Trump. See, you know, this is what I'm saying. Basically, what I'm saying again is what she ripped up. I'll say it again. One of our last surviving being Tusky Airman, the man turned 100 years old, survival of a child born at 21 weeks, the mourning of families for Rocky Jones and Kayla Mueller. Am I Mueller or Mueller? I hope I'm saying it right. A service member of reunion with his family, which gave me tears. It brought me to tears. That's Nancy Pelosi's legacy. Okay, that's her legacy. And to look at that last night, it made me angry. It did. Because I want to be, I want us to be the United States of America, not the divided States of America. As I stated just a few moments ago, we just found out through the news that the president has been acquitted of both of all charges in the Senate. But yet there are some people out there that are saying, regardless of the Senate vote, the jury is still out on impeachment. How can you say that? If you're going to give somebody a trial, if you're going to put them on trial and they're innocent, if they're, if they're found innocent, you're still going to hang on to this and say, basically, you know, listen, everybody is entitled to their own beliefs, whether you hate the man or you love the man or whatever like that. I get it. I understand. Okay. But the country, we as a country have had enough. We're, we're done. We've had enough of this. We don't want to hear about this anymore. It's time to move on. And it is my hope that in the future, Donald Trump, when, if in fact, Nancy Pelosi extends her hand again, you know, the, the question is, is it the devil extending her hand or is it is it someone that extending her hand in friendship that means something really true? I don't know. I just hope that we can unite as a country. OK, basically. It's just enough. I'll be right back. Choose Empire and get free or low-cost benefits for the whole family. Pay little to nothing from baby's first checkup to filling your prescriptions all the way to yearly dental exams. Trust Empire Health Plans for your family. Click or tap the banner to learn more. To learn more about applying for health insurance, including Medicaid, Child Health Plus, Essential Plan, and Qualified Health Plans through New York State of Health, the official health plan marketplace, visit www.nystateofhealth.ny.gov or call 1-855-355-5777. All right. Welcome back to the Angry Christian Podcast. My name is Eric Martin Koppelman. I want to thank you all for listening. Um, as I stated from the beginning of the show, um, I have struggled, and I mean struggled, for quite a long time um, with what I believe was 
Well, as I can explain it, my will. All right. In other words, I wanted to do things my way. And I kept shunning what was coming to me um, as what would be God's will. I strongly believe that what I'm doing right now, as far as this particular type of broadcasting, is in favor. I have favor with God with this. I believe that this is the will of God. This is the direction that he wants me to go in. Um, Without blowing my own horn, I have the ability of gab. I have the ability to be able to talk. And I enjoy broadcasting. And I intend on using the talent that I have been blessed with in order to bring the word of God and messages. And there's going to be points in time where I'm going to be angry, you know. And it's okay to be angry. It just depends on how you handle that anger. We're going to keep the anger contained as a Christian man should. But then again, there are things that need to be discussed that a lot of people, as I stated, are afraid to be able to talk about. Um, We would love to believe that everything is rainbows and butterflies. It is not. There's a lot of injustice out there in the world. And a lot of you I know out there have stated to me that you're angry. Well, this is your platform, folks. This is the platform to get the word out there to say, hey, I'm a Christian I'm angry. <laughs> how does that? I don't. We'll have to see how that'll play out. But you know, the bottom line is uh, today we discussed, of course, uh, my being upset with regards to uh, what happened last night in the Capitol. Of course, with the State of the Union address, and I'm not pleased with Nancy Pelosi. But you know what, Nancy? I, as a Christian man, um, I forgive you. I do. I said my piece, and uh, I'm going to pray that you find peace, that Nancy Pelosi finds peace because, you know what, let me tell you something. After what she did last night, she's not going to have peace for quite a long time. All right. Um, I don't know if she has peace within her own. She's got a lot on her plate out there, folks. You know, that's the bottom line, too. she got a lot on her plate, a lot of responsibilities with being uh, the uh, Speaker of the House and with regards to what's going on right now with regards to the impeachment. But again, I have to offer my congratulations to President Donald Trump on his acquittal in the Senate. Um, I'm sorry that there are people out there that will, even though the Senate trial came back with an acquittal, will not accept that. I find it... um, I find it an abuse that you would move forward and want to have a Senate trial, but then not accept the acquittal. That's like, how can you do that? In other words, the only way you would accept it is if it came back guilty. That doesn't make sense. It's not right. So um, congratulations to the uh, the president on his acquittal. And again, um, Lord, please unite this country, Lord. Unite this country. Let us get back to being the country that all Americans could be proud of. Let us see the government working together for the good, not for the bad. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. All right, so this has been the Angry Christian Podcast. It's a brand new show. I hope you like it. If you want to send me an email, you can send me an email to theangrychristianpodcast at gmail.com. That's the Angry Christian Podcast at gmail.com. If you want to check out the website, uh, you can go to www.angrychristianministries.com.
Okay, that's www.angrychristianministries.com. I would love to hear what's on your mind. Send me emails if you disagree with me or if you have comments that you want to make. Uh, feel free. Uh, actually going to set up, we're going to set up a, uh, a hotline so that you can actually call. And uh, this way I can hear your voice. And uh, I'm not afraid to put your messages out there too. We're allowed to disagree. We are. We are allowed to disagree. Just don't be, uh, you know, watch your language and such like that. Don't, don't. You know, and please don't yell at me. I'm a very sensitive guy. Don't, I'm kidding. All right. So anyway, listen, until the next Angry Christian podcast, which will be soon, we're going to be doing a lot of Bible studies. We're going to be talking about different things. And it's not just about being angry. It really isn't. And you know what I was, oh, I got a, one other thing I wanted to talk about. I didn't realize how many angry Christians there are out there. Because let me tell you something. There's a lot of angry Christian radio shows and podcasts out there. But this is what God wanted me to do. So he's heading me in this direction. And he's got to be heading in this direction for a reason. All right? So until next time, my name is Eric Martin Koppelman. And I am the angry Christian. God bless. The Angry Christian Podcast is brought to you by angrychristianministries.com. No part of this broadcast can be reproduced in any format without the express written permission of Angry Christian Ministries. Today's sponsors include strongermarriageworkshops.com. Check out Trey and Lee Morgan's book, 10 Steps to a Stronger Marriage, on Amazon today. Music provided by Jason Shaw.